welcome to another Style by Susie podcast. It's great to have you listening. And as I said last week, that the numbers are just climbing every week. So it's great to have more of you listening. And I have done today's podcast as requested by one of the girls on my Facebook group, Katie Harris. Um, and this is actually a really good subject to talk about because I think that it's a tricky subject. And it's a subject that I feel I have quite a lot of authority to talk about because I work with so many women. I've been a stylist since, oof, when did I properly start? I guess the end of, yeah, 2013 is when I properly launched my business. And I have worked with hundreds of women, I guess over 600 women. And I have worked with women of all shapes and sizes. I've worked with women who are 18 years old. I've worked with women who are 86 years old. I've worked with women who are a size six. I've worked with women who are a size 26. Now, nothing bothers me when it comes to styling. I can style any age lady, any body shape, any size, literally nothing phases me. The most important thing in my mind is that the client that I'm working with has an open mind and is willing to try the styles. Because unless you're willing to change and you're willing to work with me, then I can't do my job as effectively. So part of the big transformations that my clients really notice is when they are in a position that they are ready to change, they are ready to take on that information. It's not an overnight transformation. Some clients think, you know, some clients really notice a a difference in their confidence levels shortly after working with me. But for others, it, it can take a while. It's not an overnight change. It's not an overnight fix. Sometimes it takes a little while to try the new styles, to get used to dressing for the body shape that you are. And that's when the magic can happen. So when it comes to your size, I believe that any woman of any size, of any body shape, of any age can look stylish. But it's all in your mind as to whether you are ready to accept your body shape as you are, and show it off in the best way by trusting me. So the subject of today's podcast is plus sizes. Now I'd like to give you the definition of plus size. I'm not actually that keen on the definition. Well, actually I'm not keen on the term, sorry, of plus size, because I think it's, in my mind, I like calling my clients curvy. I don't think plus size is actually a relevant term to call women. Um, Now, the actual definition of a plus size woman is a woman who is a dress size that is different from the average. Now, this is where it gets a little bit crazy because the average size of a lady in the UK at the moment, 2017, is a size 16. Now, plus size ranges can vary. Some start from a 14, like Simply B. Other plus size ranges start from an 18, like River Island. But generally speaking, a plus size range 
usually is a 16 plus. Now, how is it that the UK average size is a 16, yet a plus size woman, which is technically not the average, is a size 16? So straight away, this is just confusing and wrong. Now, you may have seen on my social media this morning the statistics that in the 1950s, the average dress size for a woman was a size 12. The other interesting factor from, that, from um, the 1950s is that judging by the proportions of a woman in the 1950s, I would say that she sounds like a pear shape. So most women in the 50s have, they were size 12, they had quite a flat stomach, they had a small bust and a small waist, but their, um, the widest point of their body and the, the place where they carried the most amount of bulk was on their hips and bottom. So very curvaceous, but usually quite, um, quite a bit smaller on their top half. So I think their average bust size in the 50s was a 34B. Now you fast forward that to, the, to 2017 and the average bust size is a double D. So that's quite a big change. Now I have a few, what's the word, um, theories as to why I think it has changed so much over the years. Some of these may be a bit controversial, but as I say, I'm going on my experience and the research that I have done over the years that I've been a stylist because this is a subject that is really that has really interested me and I felt I need to know a lot about it to guide the ladies that I work with. So most women now tend to carry the bulk of their weight around the middle. Now I know that women vary in shapes and sizes but we're going on the majority here. So if the average woman in the UK carries the most of her bulk on her tummy. This is what I'm going to talk about today. So yes, having children can make a difference. Yes, we can have an apron tummy after having a C-section. I do have one myself. Um, but I think there's many other important factors that we need to consider. So I think the, one of the first reasons as to why women now carry more weight on their tummies is because of the food that is available now. So we have more processed foods, we have more sugar in our foods and also with the research that I've done over the last year, there are so many hormones that are present within meat and dairy products. This is because the hormones are pumped into uh, calves to really kind of boost the, the dairy industry as such. So the hormones that are going into our produce that we're eating, the chicken that we're eating, the beef we're eating, the milk, the yogurt, the cheese, is full of hormones. Now, these hormones have an effect on our body. This is why I think generally our boobs are getting bigger and we're carrying much more weight on our tummies. So that's the first reason is the food. Also, with the clients that I meet, there is a lot of yo-yo dieting going on. Now, years ago, you didn't have the diets that we do now. So the amount of weight loss diets that there are are just staggering. Some are healthier than others. Personally, I don't believe in an actual weight loss diet. I've worked a lot with Jackie Wren 
uh, personal trainer to Davina McCall and Mel Noakes, who is, as many of you know, the self-care coach. And these two ladies are absolute experts in their field when it comes to food and nutrition. And they don't believe in diets. It's all about healthy eating, finding exercise that works for you, not to lose weight. So it's all about just eating right, fueling your body. Now, the yo-yo diets that we have now, the dangerous diets that we have, like the diet teas that the, you know, the, the celebrities endorse, um, you have shake diets, you have the diets that are high in sugar, but low in fat. So years ago, I tried one of these diets. I'm not going to say which one it was, but it didn't make sense to me how a bowl of porridge was, I'm trying to not use the terms to actually name the diet, but a bowl of porridge wouldn't have been as good a choice as having two chocolate Pop-Tarts. So according to this diet, when I was trying to lose weight after having my son years and years ago, it was considered a better option for me to have the two chocolate Pop-Tarts for my breakfast than a healthy bowl of porridge. So straight away that rung alarm bells in my head. So these diets, you know, they're high in sugar, they're low in fat, they're not sustainable in the long term so clients of mine have done so many diets over the years and Mel Noakes was saying that when you do a yo-yo diet and you go up and down and up and down and up and down you lose weight and you gain weight and you lose weight and you gain weight eventually your metabolism gets utterly confused and the whole thing gets a bit screwed up so you get to that stage where you actually find it harder to shift the weight so more of it is ended up stored on our tummies. So in my opinion, it's better to eat healthily, do the exercise that you enjoy, and really don't do any of these quick fixes that, you know, the bikini diets, the six week transformations, because everything now is about a quick fix, which is what I was saying about my styling at the beginning. If you're looking for an overnight transformation, you're probably not going to get it. If you really, really want something, you're going to have to work really hard at it. And that's with a style, that's from a style point of view. You can't just expect to transform overnight. I mean, I when I did my course, I had to change my style. I learned about the colours that suited me. I was faced with the fact that I had a lot of grey in my wardrobe. I had a lot of pale blue and pink. And they weren't colours that suited me. And it was a bit like, oh, that's a shame. And I have worn that color and I've always felt good in it. But, you know, I'll give these new colors a go and I'll, I'll see how it goes. And um, I was pleasantly surprised with the results. And over those years, I have just constantly, constantly learned about my shape. I've experimented. I keep experimenting now. My body shape, well, the way I dress now is very different to how I dressed four or five years ago. I take much more risks now. So you've just got to keep working at it because it's all about learning to love your body and to expect anything like that to happen overnight is not going to happen I'm afraid. So the other contributing factor to us carrying much more weight on our tummies and our busts is stress. Now if you consider a woman's life now compared to the 1950s it's completely different. In the 1950s, most women didn't work, so they were keeping a house going, 
they were keeping their family going they were you know they were doing an amazing job of running their family home and their families and bringing up their children you look at what we're doing now and whether you're working or you're not working we have so much pressure on us now and this could be pressure about the way we look it's pressure about where we live it's pressure about the car that we drive the school our child goes to how well our child is doing at school you know which reading level are they on now um it could be the fact that you go on facebook every day and you're faced with a heavily edited version of people's lives people that you don't even know people that you went to school with and you're reading about the the highlights of their lives so we've got that constant comparison all day every day and that puts pressure on you whether you realize it or not everything you read is going into your brain so we have so much pressure on us we have pressure that we have to look like a beautiful woman we have to you know we have to have money we have to have the great family we have to have the great holidays and eventually you know it's no wonder that so many of us are suffering from anxiety myself included i've been taking anxiety medication for the last how long is that about six years and i wouldn't be without it it's absolutely brilliant Um, But so many of us are struggling with anxiety and pressure and stress and the hormone that is released in our bodies every time we get stressed, that flight or fight hormone, that cortisol, it goes to your stomachs. That's where it's stored. So we are storing stress on our bodies. So this is another reason why we are so different to that generation of ladies in the 1950s. We have, um, you know, we also have the convenience of food now. We have the fact that we we have more processed foods because the fact that we are so busy, we may not have the time to cook a wholesome meal. And I'm not, I mean, myself included. I mean, some days I will cook a nice meal for my family in the slow cooker. Other days when I've been crazy busy, I will do chips with fish fingers for dinner. You know, it's not bad, is it? But we are under so much pressure. So there's so much convenience because of our busy lives. So when you look at all of those factors, all of those things put together, cut yourselves some slack, seriously. It's no wonder we are all anxiety ridden when we have all of these things going on and you're trying to look a certain way and feel a certain way. So those are my theories behind why our body shapes have changed so much since the 1950s. So there's another big question that a few of you have asked on my Instagram this morning, and that is about the reason why sizes are different in different shops. So I can be a size 12 in Marks and Spencers, but I'm a size 16 in Topshop. Now, why is that? I'll tell you the reason. And the reason is the shops model their clothes on the models that they be- that they think best suit the demographic of their customers. So, for example, the reason why Marks & Spencers is quite generous is because they're marketing their clothes to the slightly older age group. 
the reason Topshop, I'm a size 16 in Topshop, is because they're targeting their customers in their late teens and 20s. Now, does this mean that you need to stop shopping there? No, of course it doesn't. You just need to make informed choices. I mean, I go into Topshop and I think, okay, I'm not going to be able to suit that. That is clearly too young. That would be inappropriate, but I'm going to go for this. I'm in Topshop, so I'm going to go up a size. I don't take it personally. If there's one thing I can tell you, it's not to take things personally when it comes to clothing. They're not doing this to exclude you. They're just trying to get more money through the door and um, targeting the people that they want to target. But this doesn't mean that you have to stop shopping there. You know, mix your clothes around from different stores. Now, I'm aware that Topshop, for example, only go up to a size 16. So here we go. Now, with plus size ranges, now I think these vary so much. I think there's a load of really rubbish ones out there. And I think there's some really great ones. And there are a couple of comments on my group recently about a specific plus size shop saying, you know, why is everything like a tent? I want to look good. I want to fit, you know, I want to embrace my curves. I don't want to swamp myself in a tent. And I completely agree with that. I think shops like Evans have got it a bit wrong in the last few years because a lot of the clothes in Evans are really, really shapeless. And so much so that if I'm shopping with a client who is, say, a size 18, I won't even take them in Evans because I just don't think it's going to do them justice. Now, you can still get size 18 clothes in so many stores. You don't have to shop in the plus size ranges. So, for example, Warehouse go up to a size 18. Oasis go up to a size 18. Um, With clients of mine who've been a size 18, I've sometimes ordered clothes into store because they don't have them on the rails as much, which, yes, I know is annoying. But then I am tall and I shop in tall ranges and it's just as annoying for me because there aren't any tall ranges around. You get petite ranges everywhere, but there are never any tall ranges in stores. So it's just the same thing. So this is what I mean about not taking it personally. There are so many women out there that that have got different issues going on with the clothes that they're looking for. The thing that frustrates me about plus size ranges is that quite often they will just do the same line of clothing in a plus size range. Um, which, okay, that in some ways that's good because it means they're not excluding the ladies who are a size 18 plus and that they're, they are offering them the same clothes that are available to all of the other sizes. But in some ways I disagree with it because I think there are so many cuts that would really suit curvier ladies, such as lower necklines, different fabrics, fabrics that won't swamp them, but won't cling to them at the same time. So part of my frustration as a stylist is that the plus size ranges should, if there's going to be a plus size range, they should design it for curvy women. If they're just going to do it in the same size, in, you know, a different choice of sizes, but the same range, it shouldn't be called a plus size range. I've shopped recently with a lot of clients who are a size 18 to 20. 
And you'd be amazed at the places that we've managed to find clothes in that you probably would think are shops that you'd walk into and you'd be chased out with a pitchfork. <laughs> this is what I mean, it's just not like that. So, so many of my clients who are size 18 to 20, we found some amazing clothes in Zara recently. Now, Zara is a shop that I'd quite like to explain to you because it's the one shop that everyone says, oh God, I don't go in there. That's, that's for tall, skinny women. It's intimidating, I don't know where to start. It's really high fashion. I would never go in there. Um, I can understand this. I completely get that because Zara is high fashion. If you go on Instagram, I'd say 99% of the bloggers on there are wearing Zara clothing. But Zara clothing sometimes doesn't actually suit really slender ladies. Now, I'd like to get you to think differently about ladies who are, say, a size six or eight or even 10. Now, imagine if, you know, that this is quite a tricky subject, so I want to say it carefully because I have got into trouble recently with something I posted last weekend. Um, women who are slim are quite often insulted by other ladies. People that say, oh, you know, you need to eat another burger or, um, you know, you're so skinny you know what's wrong with you do not eat um oh just and it can be quite offensive because it's the same it would be the same as turning around to someone who was curvy and saying oh you know do you want to go and why don't you go and have a run <laughs> it's exactly the same thing so i have clients who have said things like that about slender ladies saying oh you know they're just so skinny they can wear anything but I'd just like to say to you that slender ladies can really struggle in places like Zara the clothing in Zara can really hang off their bodies now slender ladies look much better in fitted clothing so when you go into somewhere like Zara when you have it in your mind that it is for skinny women it's really not because when you put the clothes on someone who is really skinny, the clothes just hang off them, they don't give them any shape. So many of my clients who are that shape crave big boobs. They absolutely want curves. They want, you know, they want to wear things like wrap dresses and they say that they want to really feel um, curvy. And I just, I'd just like you to think differently that if you're listening to this and you're feeling unhappy with your size, I'd like you to just put yourself in someone else's shoes for a minute because I think it's very easy for us all to think that everybody else has it easier than us um, and that's really not the case and I speak the truth because I see it every single day and the ladies that you see in the street who you think oh they must you know they're so gorgeous they're so they must know exactly what suits them they find it tough too. Yes, they may have an amazing figure, but there might be parts of their body that they're conscious of. They might have grown up with a family member that has teased them or put them down their whole life. So I just want to get this whole, I think the reason that it's such a tough subject to talk about with plus size clothing is because there is that us and them. And it really isn't. If you can look at every woman as having body issues, complex, 
you know, complexes, self-esteem problems, they can come from so many other things than their dress size. So just have a little think next time you automatically think that someone has it really easy because the chances are is that they don't. I mean, the best ways of showing off your body shape if you are curvy, so if you fit into that, the plus size ranges, say, you know, 16, 18 plus, there are so many amazing looks out there for you. You know, quite often the clients of mine who are apple shapes or curvy hourglasses, they can wear things like patterned trousers, which a pear shape wouldn't be able to wear. They can wear things like shorts, you know, little, an apple shaped woman looks absolutely amazing in a pair of shorts, a short skirt, a short dress, lovely v-necks. I don't suit v-necks because I'm a pear shape and they completely hang off my bust. Um, I think they look amazing on curvy ladies. It's just about knowing the kind of things to go for and seeing it that it's not personal. Because whatever body shape you are, there is a style out there for you. And yes, you may walk into somewhere like yours clothing. You may walk into somewhere like Evans. And there is a load of crap in there. But you know what? You walk into Topshop, there's a load of crap in there too. You walk into Zara, there's a load of crap in there too. It's not It's not just a case of walking in there and going, oh, it's all tent-like, it's not going to be good for me. And why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Have a look around. Anyone that has shopped with me will tell you that when I walk into a shop with a client, I walk around the whole thing, not just once, but twice. You need to really look at those clothes in detail because it's very easy to pick something up and think, oh, that's horrendous. But try it on. And if you're going into a shop like yours clothing, size down. If you get wrinkles on um, jeans, size down in regards to length. Quite often when you get those really stretchy jeans um, and you get the wrinkly, saggy bits on them, quite often that's because the length of them is too long. So size down and you'll find that you won't get as many of those wrinkles. And um, I'd really recommend wearing a belt with jeans. I know that it can be uncomfortable, but it makes such a difference. I cannot wear jeans without a belt. And we were actually taught in my style coaching course that you must recommend a belt to all ladies with their jeans. I mean, luckily since then, so many more higher waisted jeans have come out into the market. But I think a belt is a really great way of keeping your jeans where they're supposed to be. Because there's nothing more uncomfortable than hoiking up your jeans all day, is there? Now, one of the celebrities who is technically a plus size is Adele, and I think she gets it so right with her style. I mean, she has an amazing stylist, but if you look at the way she dresses, I think she just looks fantastic. I mean, her makeup is always done so that it really shows off her cheekbones. Her hair is so flattering for her face shape, and the cuts of the dresses and clothing that she wears is just amazing for her shape. And everyone loves her. She's confident, she's, she's funny, you know, she, she swears a lot, she's amazingly talented and she's absolutely beautiful. You know, if she was talking about her size all the time in the press, I think it would start to get us all down a bit. But the reason that we love her is, yes, she has one of the best voices in the world at the moment, but I think she's really body confident and I think having someone like that as an idol is 
really great, especially for young girls. I don't know if any of you watched that Louise Hay video that I posted in my community on Friday, but there was something really interesting that she said in that. And Louise Hay um, passed away about a month ago and she's just amazing. I mean, I've learned so many things from her books. It's all about positive affirmations, you know, speaking about yourself in a positive way because there's nothing worse than being, you know, say you're always going out with a friend and all she's saying is, oh God, you know, I look so, look so fat tonight and oh, you know, you always look amazing. And it's this negative self-talk. It's this negative way of thinking and talking and you're creating a negative story about yourself every day because that's what it is. It's a story. You're telling yourself that other people, things that other people aren't saying to you and that's negative and you're putting that out there in the universe that this is who you are. You know, I'm, I'm fat and I'm not going to buy any new clothes until I've lost weight and I look disgusting and, you know, um, none of the shops are good for me because I'm bigger and it's negative, negative, negative. And Louise Hay was saying that when we're born as babies and when we're children, we love our bodies. We love the fact that we can run really fast. You know, we don't, when have you ever heard a child talk negatively about her body? And it's all these horrible things that we've learned over the years. It's all the, the pressures that we have every single day in the media. It's um, the, you know, the people that we've met at school that have said things to us. But, you know, now is the time to change. Now is the time to think I'm not going to be ruled by my dress size anymore. Now, if you want to lose weight, that's fine. If, that, if you feel that that's going to make you happy, that's fine. You know, do an exercise that you really enjoy. Um, eat really healthily. If, if you've tried to lose weight and it hasn't happened or you just struggle, don't fight it. Don't punish yourself. Don't hide away in your clothing. Go out to the shops. Go to, um, you know, go to Zara and have a look at things like look at the fabrics in there. This is what you should be looking for. So when you're looking at fabrics in shops, go for fabrics like chiffon, cotton, silk, anything silky that falls and drapes rather than clingy. And the chances are is that you'll find some really amazing clothing out there that doesn't sit like a tent. I promise you. And I do know what I'm talking about because I shop with women every day and they come away absolutely amazed at what we find. Um, definitely check out the plus size ranges. I think there are some that are better than others. So I think we some of my favourites are the River Island plus size range is fantastic. It's great because the plus size range at River Island is designed for curvy ladies. They haven't just stocked all of their regular stuff in larger sizes. They've actually thought about what is good for a curvy lady. The necklines are great, the fabrics are great, the quality is great. So the River Island plus size range is absolutely amazing. Then we have uh, Yours Clothing. Now this shop is really uninspiring to walk into. It's a bit like, I always think it's a bit like walking into the pound shop. <laughs> you just walk in there and you think, oh God. And if you're already feeling crap about yourself, it's not a shop that you walk into and you think, right, I'm going to feel really good about myself today. You know, it really needs a bit of a bit of a loving touch with some visual merchandising. But have a look in it. 
you know, be prepared for the fact that it's a bit of a, a dull shop to be in. But the clothing is brilliant. The jackets in there are designed for women with fuller busts. So things like blazers, uh, biker jackets, things that you, you know, shirts that you want to do up. They're all designed with a fuller bust in mind. So yours clothing does have quite a bit of crap in there. But I have used yours clothing for three years since it opened in Blue Water. And it's just amazing. Just give it a chance, please. So that's the next one. Marks and Spencers, good old Marks. They have a range in there which is their fuller bust range. This means again, a bit like yours clothing, they will have the shirts, the, the, uh, the dresses, the jackets that allow for a fuller bust. So that's really great. And Marks and Spencers are having an amazing season at the moment. Their autumn and winter season is brilliant. Um, it's really stylish and I highly recommend Marks. So definitely check them out. Next are great for basics. Next don't have a plus size range. Um, but their jeans are fantastic. The high-waisted jeans are amazing. Um, where else do we have? Dorothy Perkins, they're pretty good too. When the Dorothy Perkins range started, the plus size range, I really didn't rate it at all, but I think they've really got their act together. They've got some great stylish wear. It's great if you're petite. So if you're a plus size lady, but you are sort of on the shorter side, Dorothy Perkins is a great place to shop because the clothes in there are cut slightly shorter in the body. So that's somewhere to check out. One of my favorite websites at the moment is uh, Simply B. Simply B is great if you're looking for anything and everything. Great for dresses, it's great for dressy occasions. So if you're going to a wedding or something, it's got great workwear on there. Jumpers, Simply B is brilliant. And I think they start at a size 14, um, but they are so good, seriously. So you need to check out Simply B. If you like a bit of a vintage look, we have Lindy Bop. Lindy Bop are great for sort of 1950s style dresses and prints. So they do things that have got cherry prints and hearts and leopard print and polka dots. Great if you're looking for a nice kind of sexy Christmas party dress that's gonna show off your curves, but also flatter your curves at the same time. We also have Primark. Primark, okay, they don't have a plus size range, but their sizing goes up to a size 22 and Primark is fab. They've got loads of uh, those kind of fabrics that fall and drape. Um, they're not like tents, so they, they skim, but they don't cling. I think I'd, the main message I'd like to leave this podcast on, the last note I'd like to leave, is really about starting to speak about yourself in a positive way and that either comes with the acceptance of your shape and trying new styles or if you feel like you want to change your shape say if you are unhappy with your weight do that it's it's your body it's completely up to you and I'm not speaking to you as a size eight I'm speaking to you as someone who is, I'm five foot nine, I am 13 stone, I'm a size 14 to 16, and while I'm not technically in the plus size ranges, I really struggle with things myself. Um, because as I say, I'm tall, which isn't always the easiest body shape to dress, 
because again a lot of ladies say to me oh you know I'd love to be tall and slim but most of the time if you are tall you are a size 16 18 and we struggle with things like sleeve lengths we struggle with things like trouser lengths um the lengths of dresses the lengths of skirts the lengths of tops so that's what I was saying about us all struggling with different parts of our body so I'm I promise I'm not patronizing you I'm not I completely completely understand trust me (laughs) about how you feel about your body but as of today start to think positively about yourself and that can be in any way whether it's um, you know looking at trying something new with your clothing trying a new shop and just persevering and realizing that it's not going to be an overnight solution to loving yourself it's a long journey and some days are easier than others. I have some days where I feel great about myself and other days when I feel a bit rubbish. But do you know what? Most of the time, there's usually something else going on that is making me feel rubbish. It might be that I've had not enough time to myself. I might be overworked. I might be tired. I might have, um, you know, just be feeling a bit run down. And all of those things can really make a difference as to how you feel about yourself and how you how you feel you look to other people. But most of the time, how you look to how you feel about yourself isn't what other people see. And that's what I'd like to leave this podcast on. So I hope that you've got something out of this today and that it's become less of a personal attack um, for when you're shopping because there are so many great things out there for you. Yes, it means that unfortunately there are shops that aren't so good, but you know, think of all the shops that are good. Try and think of everything in your life or everything to do with your body at least as your glass is half full as opposed to half empty because it's nice to be around positive people, isn't it? Because that positivity wears off on other people and the positivity body confidence and a lovely, lovely warm smile makes someone 10 times more attractive anyway. So you are beautiful and I really hope that someday you see what I see. Have a great day. Bye.